If you were no longer affected by the judgment of others and you stopped judging yourself, would you make different choices? Everyone has the potency to make inspired choices. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the creativity that is you. Now, here's the host of Inspired Choices Radio Show, Possibilities Coach, Christine McIver. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. I am your host, Christine McIver, and tonight I have a wonderful guest I'm going to be bringing on quite shortly. His name is Rob Murray, and we're going to be talking about leadership, authenticity, showing up. It's going to be a great conversation, so do, do stick around. So last week, we actually, the radio show was all about doubt bleeds. And if you've ever had any area of your life where you have some doubt about your capacities, about what you can actually create and change, I would really encourage you to go catch that in the replay. Um, it was one that has been speaking to me for a very, very long time. And uh, I think I really kind of knocked it out of the park. So do check that out if you have doubt. And who doesn't? Who hasn't had doubt, right? So do, do, do check that out. So before we jump into tonight's show and bring Rob on, I just want to tell you a little bit about myself. I am a possibilities coach. And what I love to do is work with individuals and organizations to create what they know is possible, but they often doubt they can create it to be possible. We step into looking at where the limitations might be, where some of the belief systems are stopping them, and really lean into the desires and come forward with an action plan to create so that they can move forward into more of what they they visualize because, you know, if you can think it, you can actually create it. I absolutely know that that is possible. I am also an access consciousness facilitator and I am a an energy healer. I'm also a radio show host, producer, and I am privileged to be the owner of the network. So these are a lot of different things that I do, but above all, I love working with individuals to see what it is that they desire. A couple of my core courses, the first one is The Pleasure of Business. This is all about teaching you all the nuts and bolts of business and how it can be pleasurable. It doesn't have to be a lot of work, and it certainly doesn't have to be difficult. It can be pleasurable. Business is something that turns me on and lights me up every single day. And the second program that I'd like to tell you about is my Divorce with Dignity program. That program is all about looking at relationships. And, you know, relationships, all relationships end at some point. They might end in in divorce. They might end in, um, you know, a job ending or a friendship ending or they might end in death. But all relationships end. A lot of them, though, they end and it gets really, really messy. This program teaches you how you can actually end a relationship, conclude a relationship with honor and dignity for what you did create together. And that actually will assist you moving forward in your life. That will actually give you the opportunity to ease into something and create it even greater. So do connect with me if any of those pop for you. Um, This weekend, I have a bars class going on. If that's something that you would like to learn, it's a fabulous course. And next week, starting March the 1st through the 4th, I have the foundation class that I will be um, teaching. So 
if you have any questions, please reach out. I always give everyone um, a 30-minute consultation to see what would match, what would work. So I would love to hear from you. So tonight, we are talking about leading with authenticity, and our guest is Rob Murray. So a leader is not just from nine to five. A leader does not come from title, social stature, or the size of one's paycheck, but rather from knowing yourself, how you live, and the impact you make around you. Authenticity is being true to one's own personality, spirit, or character, and is sincere and authentic with no pretensions. So Rob Murray believes in leadership and community, big time. If we help people get noticed, get attention, and have a bigger voice and more influence over their own destiny and how they can strengthen their community, that's Rob. He is focused on creating strategy and purpose, his experience has given him the opportunity to understand how sales and marketing have a very crucial relationship together and that what if relationship is strong, then they have a chance to be successful. His goal is to get clients to his clients and generate business for ev- anyone that works with Intrigue Media, his business. The aim of Intrigue Media is to turn marketing ideas into strategies that engage customers and lead to concrete sales. As membership chair for the Entrepreneurs Organization, Rob is responsible for engaging with organizations who are new to EO and would be a great fit. With 167 chapter locations in 52 countries, EO supports leading entrepreneurs in all corners of the world. Chapters provide EO members with a local resource to learn and grow, including access to executive education events, networking opportunities, and mentorship programs. If you would like to connect with Rob, you can go to intriguemedia.ca. That's I-N-T-R-I-G-U-E-M-E.ca. Welcome to the show, Rob. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm really happy to be here, Christine. You're welcome. Well, you know, it was the least I can do, especially after you invited me into your car. Yeah, that was a ton of fun. You were great. That was awesome. Oh, it's awesome. So tell everybody what what we did in your car, Rob, because it kind of sounds a little yeah. funny. <laughs> sure. So yeah, I mean that that could be a little inappropriate, um, and that's not not the point. Um, yeah. So long story short, um, I had three kids under the age of three, and I was trying to write a book. So I decided to start documenting my ideas while driving to work. And then a coworker said to me, maybe it would be cool to do this with clients and people in the community to help share ideas and experiences of other entrepreneurs so people can learn a bit faster and maybe not make all the same mistakes. And so I started this series called I'm in a Car. And if you go to YouTube and search I'm in a Car, uh, you'll find it. And if you search I'm in a Car, Christine McIver, you'll find our episode. And I was lucky enough to drive Christine around Milton, Ontario for about 20, 22 minutes and and discuss um, everything inspired choices and the idea of jumping off a cliff and, and becoming an entrepreneur coming from the corporate world. And it was just an awesome ride. So really, I really appreciate you uh, being a part of that. Thank you. It was fun. And I, and I love the, uh, the whole premise of the, of the quote unquote show um, where you really are talking to individuals about leadership. So, which is, which is perfect for today's show. I mean, this is obviously one of your most favorite topics I'm, I'm gathering. Um, oh, 100%. It's certainly motivating you. Yeah. So, Rob, t- t- tell us about Intrigue Media. Give us a little background on how that started and and where it is today. Uh, sure. So, long long story short, in this one, um, 
I was in third university with uh, a friend of mine, Paul DeMarco. We ended up co-founding Intrigue Media. Uh, essentially, he had a crazy idea, and I was out of OSAP money because I had spent it <laughs> not where I should have, and it was October. And we had to figure out a way to kind of jump in the world of entrepreneurship. We had both been entrepreneurs kind of all our lives. You know, he started his entrepreneurial career when he was about 11 or 12 years old because he was allowed to go off premise and he bought packs of cherry cola and then sold them on campus or sold them at school. And, you know, I did similar things with like a random little computer game and, and, and sold uh, or included a whole bunch of freeware. And if anybody understands what freeware is, thank you for remembering what it's like to be alive as a teenager in the 90s. Uh, and so we kind of always had this entrepreneurial spirit. And, uh, in third year, we, we saw this opportunity to, uh, essentially install a flat screen TV at the university center at the University of Guelph and sell advertising on that television, uh, to businesses in the downtown core to kind of essentially engage the student body to come downtown before 11 p.m. And so we walked around downtown for two years, um, shaking hands and getting people to pay $50 a month to have their one ad on our one TV. And, and slowly but surely, people asked us to put TVs up into their stores. And uh, eventually, we had about 15 TVs in Guelph. And then we moved into Kitchener-Waterloo. We put up another 20, 25 TVs. And we were about 50 TVs in the two cities. And then we had somebody come ask if they could franchise the business. They were in print brokerage they were a print broker and they wanted to get out of print because they kind of saw the writing on the wall and wanted to get into digital and so we kind of licensed uh the model as a distributorship model and that was in 2009 and then in 2010 we uh as we were doing our one-on-one interviews with our clients asking them what was going on in terms of how well we were doing and, and what we could do to be better and what they were interested in terms of marketing we got a lot of feedback around uh, when we were going to start building websites and what what they could do to get to the top of Google and what this whole Facebook thing was about. And so we started doing a lot more research and, and understanding how we could leverage those tools, not only for ourselves, but for our clients. And that kind of spawned the online marketing division of the company. And now we, uh, well, in 2006, we started with two people, Paul and myself. Uh, and now we're three owners, uh, Paul, myself, and Stefan Wiesen. And we're 30 team members. Um, our whole kind of mission in life is to help awesome businesses get noticed and found by the right people. And our purpose to, the reason to get up every day is empowering leaders to strengthen communities. We really believe that, you know, entrepreneurs and, and leaders in the world are the ones that make the difference. They're the ones that kind of, they don't sit on the sidelines and wait for somebody else to make it happen. They're the ones that kind of see mm-hmm. something they want to change and make it and, and change it. So our whole existence is to really support those people. And like you said earlier in my intro, to give them a bigger voice so they can have some more influence in their community. Yeah, that's fabulous. That's absolutely fabulous. I I love the part about the OSAP, first of all, <laughs> and second of all, because <laughs> I hadn't heard that. Um, and uh, that you actually franchise that out. That's very very cool. So, Rob, when when what is the biggest thing for you when you hear about being a leader? Like what what is being a leader to you? Uh, at the essence, so I really look at leadership in, in, in kind of a, a three-step process where the first two steps are in my control. So I really believe that the first level of leadership is really simple but really tough. And it's all about uh, doing what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it. Hmm. And I think it's worth repeating, doing what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it. And I've often found in my life, and the reason I find it so valuable um, is, is it's three reasons. So the first reason is, and this is really funny, and, and if anybody owns a business um, and is listening to this, then you know this is a, a 
something you might you might consider doing. In 2009, our uh, we had a, a sales coach, leadership coach that we was way too expensive. We couldn't afford it. We did it anyway. We were eating craft dinner, and we decided to spend way too much money, more money than our tuition at the university on this on this program. And and you know, a couple weeks in, he he turned around and asked us. He said, uh, you know, why do your customers work with you? And I thought, well, that's easy. We got great design. We make great videos. We get you know to get our clients noticed by the right people. They get results. We help them increase their sales. No problem. He's like, well, is that what you think, or is that what people told you? I said, well, that's, that's what they will say. They never told me, but that's what they will say. He said, why don't you take the next two weeks and go ask some customers and see what they say about why they work with you? And the funny thing about it was when we told everybody, no one said anything about our design, no one said anything about our videos, no one said anything about our results. They all, they all said, because we trust you and because you follow through on what you say you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting. And it was the first insight I had that doing what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it is actually rare in our world, which is sad, but it's true. And the funny thing about it is we did a similar survey of all of our clients in 2014, and the, the common denominator of why people worked with us in the first place and why they keep working with us, it wasn't results, it wasn't design, it wasn't because we did great videos, it's because we followed through on our promises. And hmm. it, it just really kind of hit me that, you know, well, we don't live in a world where everybody lives that way, and it's for a couple of reasons. Um, the first one, I think, is because we say yes to too much. Uh, as you know, a lot of people that are entrepreneurs specifically, you know, you, you say, "Yep, <laughs> I can do that." That's kind of how we become entrepreneurs. I think that's that's kind of a gift at the same time. But I think eventually it it gets a bit dry, and it makes it so that we every time we say yes to something, we're saying no to something else. There's only so much time in a day for us to be able to do this. Um, mm-hmm. So I think we have a natural tendency to say yes to too many things. And and the other thing is, um, we we really really want to make everybody happy. And so when someone says, mm-hmm. "Can you get this done on Thursday?" We're like, "Yeah, yeah, I can." And, and we don't mean to lie. We don't, you know, we don't mean to mislead. But odds are, if you've got a jammed up calendar and you got kids at home and you need to sleep a little bit, uh, it's not always doable. So I think we have a, a tendency, and this is myself included back in the day uh, to just maybe uh, overpromise a little bit. And, and right. the last thing about a leadership being so Im- important to me about doing what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it is my team. You know, I really go out of my way to hold my team to high standards, and I expect them to do what they say they're going to do when they say they're going to do it. And what's interesting is I can't have that expectation if I'm not leading my life that way. So um, I think it's really important that if, as leaders we're going to hold people to high standards. Um, we can't be living in a world of, Hey, uh, do as I say, not as I do. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so true. I mean, when when you don't follow through, and oftentimes if you are over-promising, um, you will be under-delivering, and you break the trust, and Big you time. break the connection where where someone is going to, um, they're going to be questioning, and, and they're going, you know, they may be enticed by someone else that they feel will have their back. Right. And, yeah, and, every, and, and everybody remembers. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you go. I was going to say everybody remembers group projects in school, whether it's university, high school, whatever. And everybody's got something to do for the assignment, and then the person shows up when you know two days before it's due, and they didn't do their stuff. And we all know how we feel about that yeah. person. 
Uh, the crazy thing what, is... What was his name? What was his name? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but the crazy thing is we felt that way and there was absolutely nothing on the line. You know what? Maybe one group project you got a 70 instead of a 90 on or whatever. But I mean, at the end of the day, the consequence of that person not doing their contribution is so low and so little. But we still have that visceral reaction. And right. then you get into the real world and people are still doing the same type of behavior. It's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. It, 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 it totally is. The other piece yeah. I want to mention... Well, we're going to... Go ahead. Go. No, you go. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we got to jump and have our first break. When we get back, we're gonna okay. dive in even deeper. All right. So Great. you are listening to Rob Murray and Christine McIver here on the Inspired Choices Radio Show, talking about leading with authenticity. Stick around. We'll be right back. Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning in to Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We really appreciate you being here. If you have any questions, you're welcome to come on over to the chat room at the Inspired Choices Network. Or if you're listening in the replay, you can always send an email to myself, Christine, at inspiredchoices.ca, or to Rob at robert at intriguemedia.ca. So, Rob, let's get back to this conversation about leadership and trust and and what's actually being created. So do you find that um, the people that are are breaking this trust, do they have a do, – do they really have this mixed-up version of how they are supposed to actually serve their, their customers and their clients? Or do they just not well, understand what they're creating? Uh, I'm not – yeah, why don't, uh, do you want to just expand on that one a little bit? Because I mean, I think it's a bit of a bit of both. But what do you, what do you mean by the question? You want to just try that one again? Well, like you know, a lot of people they might be listening to our conversation right now and feel like, 
hey, I'm doing a really good job, you know, I'm, I'm serving my clients, I'm serving my customers, and they maybe don't even realize that they are, are, are breaking that trust with their clients. Sure. And right? I think that, yeah, I think that's fair. And I think a lot of people, you know, we see this a lot. So in a, we're, we, uh, we run a marketing company. Our whole um, uh, mission is to help awesome businesses get noticed and found by the right people so they can, you know, increase their revenue and grow their business. Mm-hmm. And when we work with all these great people, we sign up an agreement and we, you know, work on a 12-month partnership, you know, 12 months at a time, whatever, and, and they're so excited and they get jazzed. And then, you know, we need login information or we need some information from them to be able to write articles or we need some information from them in order to produce videos or we need all this good stuff. And they're so excited to get it to us, but then it gets a little bit slippery. They don't know necessarily where to go get it. And so they will say something like, hey, I'll get it to you Wednesday. But then Wednesday comes along and, and it's backburnered. It's backburnered. It's backburnered. And so then mm-hmm. Wednesday goes and, and it comes and goes. And then um, Thursday comes and goes. And this is this is true in, in all sorts of uh, environments, not just in gathering content and information. But um, if anybody's ever been in sales, uh, the classic thing of, oh, I'll get back to you next week. And that, you know, that doesn't happen. <laughs> so um, it, people aren't lying. They're not being malicious. It's just the whirlwind of life kind of gets in the way. And a lot of people don't necessarily hold themselves accountable uh, using the systems that they need to make sure they're accountable to themselves. So I think, yeah, I, don't, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't understand they're doing this. And I think a lot of people don't understand that when they say they're going to do something on Thursday and they do it on Friday, it's a lot worse than saying they're going to get it done Monday and then give it to them Friday. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I don't think people really understand that because on the flip side, a lot of people don't like to give the feedback that, hey, you broke your promise. You said Thursday, now it's Friday. A lot of people just like, hey, that's cool. Thanks for getting it to me. It's a little bit late, right. but whatever. So I, I don't think it's a, a, a massive thing, but I think it adds up over time. And I think it's a lot easier to lose trust than it is to build trust. So yeah. I, I think it's really important. And and I, it all comes back to, to my team, Um for me. So I've built all these systems in place to put things in my calendar, to email myself reminders, to use, uh, you know, a myriad of tools to ensure I stay on track because I really, <laughs> I mean, you can ask anybody on my team. I hold people to high standards um, and, and I'm not always the nicest guy about it, but, you know, people know what to expect from me and there's just no way in heck that I could wake up in the morning with my head high with that approach if I didn't hold myself to a really high standard. So I don't think everybody needs to go through life like that. Um, maybe it's a bit overkill for some, but for me, it's just really effing important. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, you know what I find interesting is is people oftentimes they will wonder, what, you know, why is this happening with my business? Why are, are sales suddenly starting to fall? Or you know, wh- why is why are things not continuing to move along? And um, I find it interesting that you're, you're talking about feedback. I think it's such a vital thing to get feedback from our clients, from our customers. And yet when, you know, it's not easy sometimes to receive the feedback that, you, you know what, you're messing up. Um, but I think that that's, that's something that actually builds um, a strong leader is when they can receive that feedback and take action with it. Yeah, that's um, true. There's a really cool resource but, on that topic. Uh, Marshall Goldsmith, have you heard of him? No. Anyway, he's a like a really high level executive coach in states all over the world. He does a lot with like high performance athletes and like the top executives of the world in companies like Google and Microsoft, SAP, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And he talks about the idea of of feedback and leaders being 
good leaders being able to take that kind of feedback and taking action on it. And this is just, if there's anybody out there looking to take feedback or get feedback from their team, um, the one kind of tip that I got out of one of the talks I saw from him that's been really helpful for me um, is the idea of, hey, get feedback from a whole bunch of people, find something that's common in the feedback, one thing, and then communicate to that group of people that you're going to work on that one thing. But don't try to make yourself perfect by looking at all the feedback and correcting everything because that's just crazy and never work. Right. You'll just get overwhelmed and just want to run away with it. Yeah, well, nothing will get done. It's kind of complicated things yeah. at the same time. And but right, going back exactly. to one point, I want to I want to get a little bit vulnerable here and just admit something because I I was supposed to be on the show two weeks ago and and you invited me to it, but I didn't show up last minute. And I'm not going to get into why. And as far as I've concerned, no excuses. I didn't show up. But I'm curious. Did you feel a little bit missed that I didn't show up? Um, my first no, I didn't feel missed. I was confused. Because I know you, right? right? And I know your authenticity. And I know how important your word is to you. And so, you know, I right away I was like, okay, something's up. Something's up. So, you, like, so and, I, didn't, I, didn't lose, I didn't lose a coin of trust? No, you know. No, but the next well, time good. you're definitely buying coffee. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Anyway, I, I just want to say, like, um, I don't want to pretend that I'm perfect and, and sit up here and be like, I've always got this, right? Like, two weeks ago on the show, the irony, right, of me sitting here on the show yeah, now talking about it. Very funny. Uh, yeah, but I, I want to just be real and be like, hey, you know what, I'm not perfect. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons why we don't necessarily, we're not able to fall through on things. Uh, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit there and make any excuses. I didn't show up. And as far as I'm concerned, that's not cool. So I, I love how you're like, hey, are you good to go tonight? And I'm like, absolutely. I'm going to be here. I'm <laughs> just, stoked to do that. Just, just want to make sure. Yeah. I really wanted to have this conversation. Like, honestly, I did. No, you know what? Yeah. I think, uh, and, you know, thank you for bringing that forward because we are human and we, as as an entrepreneur, you're you're probably juggling, you know, fifteen to twenty things on a daily basis. Um, for some people, it it really you know sends them down a rabbit hole. For others, it really you know charges us up. And and there are some times where we will drop a ball, but when you can actually speak to it without going into defense, when you can actually say, hey, you know what, I messed up. You know, what can I do to change this? What can I do to, you know, win your trust back? Or, you know, and it's not from a, it's not from a salesy, like, let me give you, a, you know, 50% off or something. It's not that. Yeah, it's yeah, like, no. really, how can I, how can I build that trust again with you? And I think yeah. that, I think that in business, the, one of the greatest pieces that we miss so much is vulnerability. And I believe that vulnerability is is a piece that actually builds authenticity. I couldn't agree more. Right? What made because, you say what made I, you say that? Well <laughs> okay, I'm interviewing you, Rob. <laughs> I know, but you make a great point, right? And I think the audience <laughs> loves to hear you and I'm only on here once in a while, so I want I'd love to hear the perspective of where it well, came from. We could from. change that. We could change that, Rob. You could be in here every week. You could have your own show. Anyway. Oh, I've got, the, I have my own show, Christine. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, in a car. Um, okay. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, authenticity. Authenticity, you know, it, it's really the, the definition of it, which was very, very cool that I got, was that 
It is being true to one's own personality, spirit, and character, and is sincere and authentic with no pretensions, right? So when you're being vulnerable, when you are actually coming forth and you're, you're willing to, for people to say, hey, that wasn't cool or that was cool, and you, you don't have a point of view and you're just saying, hey, this is who I am. And, and when you say, when everything's going great, Rob, and you're like, yeah, this is what's important to me. And this is, you know, when, when things are going great, of course we can lead with authenticity. It's when shit hits the fan. It's when we screw up. It's when things get intense. That's when we really see, does this leader have authenticity or not? And it's in those yeah, moments of the willingness to be vulnerable that we see that. Totally agree. You know, you know, look at some of the leaders like, I mean, this is, it's just too easy, but look at the U.S. presidents, right? Oh, let's not go there. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm just going to give you a one little example. Today, there we were... We know he's a shit leader. <laughs> no, yes. Pardon today, my language. You can, you can swear on this show. Today, okay. back to back, I saw a Twitter post by uh, Barack Obama and a Twitter post by Donald Trump, okay, both about um, Billy Graham dying. And it was fascinating to me the authenticity that came through in, in um, Barack Obama's and, the, it, it, and what came through from Donald Trump just felt like, well, I'm saying this. Like, I have to say this. You know what I mean? Right. And, yeah. and, you know, at any point in time, Donald Trump could actually turn a corner at any point in time. I believe in possibilities. I'm not going to place a bet on this, but I believe in possibilities. Yeah, there's infinite, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. But it's, it, it was fascinating today to see this, and it was, it was so apparent that Barack, it, he was speaking from a place of vulnerability about this man. And cool. Donald Trump was... He was, you know, it was a task on his to-do list. And it's, and it, you're right, though. It does build a lot of trust when you when you lead a little bit of vulnerability. Um, there's actually a lot of um, uh, principles of influence around vulnerability, and it has to be sincere when it's delivered. Um, uh, Robert Gialdini did a really good job in the seven principles of ethical influence, and vulnerability is mm -hmm. one of them. And, and Brene Brown, I mean, we all probably know who who she is, and she mm -hmm. is a fantastic. Uh, job at, at articulating the, the power of vulnerability, even Patrick Lencioni, like these are all just like world renowned leaders in, in their field and they all talk the same language around the power of vulnerability. So I think you're, you nailed it. Yeah. Well, you look at, you look at anybody, look at, um, oh God, Oprah Winfrey, look at uh, uh, Ellen DeGeneres, look at these people that are very much in the public eye and these people of integrity when something's going on in their world, they speak to it. They don't pretend, they don't push it away, they don't try to hide it. And and they create greater trust with their public because of their honesty, their forthrightness. Yeah, and I think that and authenticity of not putting the mask on at work is something that we we can dig in a little more big time on the next section of the of the show. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Okay. On that note, we're going to go for our second break. You are listening to the Inspired Choices radio show here on the Inspired Choices Network with my wonderful guest, Rob Murray, and myself talking about leadership and authenticity. We'll be right back. Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning in to Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you ready to have pleasure with your business? Yes, I said pleasure with your business. The pleasure of business a la carte will surprise you with topics like meet yourself in the boardroom, money, services, and you. Expand your visibility. The pleasure of communication. The pleasure of Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Christine McIver has so much pleasure with business and loves teaching all things business. Beginning a new business, Desiring to expand a current business or looking to resurrect a business that has been dormant? This program will get you fired up and bring more pleasure than you have ever imagined. Exhausted with your excuses for not creating a phenomenal business? Join now for all the pleasure with business. Pleasure of Business a la carte gives you total choice for what you desire and what your business requires. That's 24 weeks of different topics to choose from with weekly calls, audio and video recordings, and PDFs. This class will have you dive right in and use tools to create the business that has been speaking to you. Go to inspiredchoices.ca for full details or join the Facebook page, Pleasure O Business a la Carte. Now is the time for you and your business. This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I have Rob Murray here with me, and we are talking about leadership and authenticity. And before we went for the break, we had started to get into vulnerability and the importance of that. So, Rob, please add to the conversation. Yeah, I'd love to. So um, just before we get into that authenticity piece, uh, Rod has been so kind to prompt me to get back to the levels of leadership that I was referring to at the very beginning of the segment. And the first level was this idea of uh, do what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it. We talked about that one. But we didn't get the chance to go into number two and number three, and I just want to touch on them quickly, and then we'll, we'll just move on quick for it, just because Rhonda seems to be amazing. We've got to make sure she's happier. Um, <laughs> so the second one, which is just in line with that idea, is to serve others. And once we're able to lead ourselves, then we're able to serve others. And if we create a servant mindset of what can I do to bring more value to you, 
what can I do to be more helpful? What can I do to be more supportive? What can I do to make your life more meaningful? What can I do to make you show up better? What can I do to make everything that you're doing more significant, whatever? We really put our agenda to the backseat. And and there's just a whole bunch of reasons and, and science behind why that's so impactful. But the biggest thing for me is that when we actually lead with a service mindset, people feel it. And that's just the next layer of trust. So if I'm doing what I say I'm going to do when I say I'm going to do it, and when you work with me and you meet with me, I'm doing everything I can to make sure that your life is better off because you know me, then I'm just putting trust, I'm just building the trust bank mm-hmm. one one interaction at a time. And if, if we can all serve others, and if we can build an organization, a group of people, a community, that are all out for everybody else, I mean, that's a fantastic environment because mm-hmm. no one's self-serving. And what's, and it's, there's a really cool uh, idea. I, I can't remember where it came from. And I, I don't I want to quote it, but the idea is it's called pronoia. So instead of paranoia where you think everybody's out to get you, pronoia is when you, hmm. you think everybody's out to do better for you. And, and there's some studies on it around doing random, giving people random gifts, like dropping off random gifts in a neighborhood that you live in. Uh, for your neighbors, not telling them it came from you, and then they start to suspect that other people are being nice. And then, th- so they think, well, it could have been that neighbor, could have been that neighbor, could have been that neighbor. And all of a sudden, we planted the seed of pronoia. So now they think everybody's out to help them. And that's just a wonderful place to be in terms of a mindset. It's a- and it's actually mm. scientifically proven that it, it'll help people live longer because it releases a lot of positive chemicals in our bloodstream versus the opposite paranoia, where we think everybody else is everybody's out to get us. Right. So this, this okay, can, I, can I oh. can I just jump in and ask you a question? Because yeah, yeah, what sure. what what I've had lots of conversations with clients, especially women, um, around um, putting others first ahead of themselves. Uh, a lot of people, and it happens to often be women, they get into this space where they're they're not taking care of themselves. They're always putting everybody else first. What's the difference? What What's the uh, how do do you differentiate between a server mindset and putting everyone ahead of ourselves? Yeah, great question, and I think it's a very concrete idea. And I'll give you a quick story to illustrate it. But the idea is rescuing versus helping with boundaries. So for me, uh, rescuing is helping without boundaries, which is where you put everybody above yourself and you essentially start to hurt your own your own being because you're you're sacrificing yourself for everybody else. Helping is is serving with boundaries. So I'll quick I'll give a quick illustration of, of a point. I'm gonna whip through this illustration because it's just arbitrary, but it gives everybody an idea of what the concept is. A friend asks a friend to help them move on a Saturday. They say we're gonna start moving at nine o'clock. We'd love to have you come all hands on deck. It's gonna be great. Thank you for helping. The friend says happy to do it. So the friend shows up at nine o'clock, walks into the house, sees that nothing's been really packed yet. The person that's moving still in their house coat, they're sipping a cup of coffee and the truck's in the driveway and it's not even being filled at all by anybody and he's the only person there. So now he knows it's going to be a long day and everybody's dragging their butts and lunch comes, pizza's served and then all of a sudden it's like 7 p.m., 8 p.m., 9 p.m. They're still not even out of the house, let alone going to the next place to drop everything off and he feels like he's been taken advantage of. And you can probably understand how that would feel. You know, this person asked me to help move. I'm sitting here doing most of the work. I'm, I got here at 9 o'clock on a Saturday. It's now 8 p.m. We're not even halfway done. Mm-hmm. This is great. Mm-hmm. This person is taking advantage of me, even though they're not necessarily doing that, but that's how the person feels. 
Five years go by, the same friend asks, hey, can you help me move? I'm moving again. And the person says, yeah, no problem at all. I'm going to be showing up at 10 o'clock, and i got to leave at 2 because he doesn't want to miss the pizza. But that's all I can do to help. Now it's boundaries. And that's, I think that's where we miss the mark a lot. And I used to do this a lot with people where I saw them struggling with their business, and I had all these ideas on how they could make it so that it would work. And I was, you know, I, I find usually I'm bringing clients into my business that are like either, you know, just behind where we're going in business growth, um, or they're cl- close to the same same level, but I, I realize I can't be helping people. I can't want to help people more than they want to be helped. Mm. So my service mindset is only for people that want to be served. You know, I think that's a big differentiator that's helped me in my life because I used to rescue all of, all over the place, and I felt like. You know, this person doesn't value what I'm trying to do. They never get it. I'm breaking my back. They don't see the value. And I find often when we do that kind of thing, when we sacrifice ourselves, um, you know, with anybody knowing about it, to try to make somebody happy or to try to bring value to a relationship, and we don't talk about the boundaries, they don't really ever understand how much we're doing to, to bring that value, and it, and it never really works out. And I find the best relationships I have are the ones where there's no expectations of breaking backs, and we all have respect and boundaries in the way that we're serving each other. I think that's the big difference is boundaries. Mm, I love that. Very, very well articulated. Thank you. And so number three, the third level. Inspire. And I know know it's wonderful because it just, it it aligns really nicely with, you know, the whole (laughs) network that you're running right now. And what I said at the very beginning was that the first two are in our control and the third one is an outcome. So we lead ourselves, we serve others, and if we do that every single day, hopefully we'll inspire someone else to act in a similar fashion. And I think that's where we can multiply leaders. That's where true growth happens. I think that's where true impact happens. But we don't try to inspire people. I I don't try to inspire people. It it is a goal of mine to inspire people to live their lives where they do what they say they're going to do and they serve others. But it's not what I'm trying to get people to do. I'm trying to lead myself and serve others, and I'm just hoping that somebody's going to catch that, and they're going to start to do the same thing. And then someone else is going to catch that, and they're going to start to do the same thing, and we can right. have real mean impact in the world. So the third one's a bit different, right? It's an outcome. Right, right. It's 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 very very awesome. Like truthfully, when when we are coming from that place, and that's that's all of what you've just brought forward. That's the authenticity. That yeah. you're putting your heart out there and you're saying, this is what I'm going to do and I'm going to do it well every single day to the best of my ability. I mean, I, I imagine, Rob, you're the type of person that says, hey, I can look myself in the mirror every morning and every night and and really know that I'm doing the very, very best. I sleep pretty well. <laughs> Minus the three kids three. under three. Actually, they're pretty, they're pretty yeah. good sleepers now, but I mean... I used to I used to get into business coaching uh, a couple of years ago, and they'd be like, "What's keeping you up at night?" With this idea of like sales, cash flow, growth, team, and I'm just like, "Babies, <laughs> babies." <laughs> no, I I sleep pretty well because I think you know it, it's it's okay to mess up. And actually, this is another kind of quick idea. You know, I really believe there's you know there's three kinds of people. Well, actually, there's two kinds of people in the world: people who categorize people and people who don't categorize people. I'm I categorize, so I think there's three kinds of people in the world. There are people who are afraid of failure and, and, and avoid it. There are people that ooch into it every once in a while and they stretch and they grow and there are people that embrace it and they, they actually go out of their way to find it and they grow like crazy and they're the most successful people in the world. And Thomas Edison said it, you know, when he was interviewed at the 10,000th plus time of failing 
you know, creating the light bulb. And they said, how can you be so motivated? How can you continue to fail so much? And he, you know, trying to figure this out. And he's like, I haven't failed 10,000 times. I just found 10,000 ways that don't work. And he actually hired more people to have more teams to fail faster to find all the ways that don't work so that he eventually find the way that did work. And I just really think that there's a lot of beauty in that idea that if we just, you know, do our best, hold ourselves to high standards, and then just go for it and just fall and just break our noses and get up and do it again, it's fine as long as we're doing it with the best intentions and with everybody else in mind. The second we start to fail and we're trying to cheat people and we're trying to, you know, cut corners, that's where things all fall apart. And that's where authenticity kind of goes to shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's the number one thing that you um, you teach your employees um, in, in your business that someone else could be sharing with their employees? Fail fast, fail forward. <laughs> I don't need you being perfect. I need you taking action. And I try to articulate this. We do uh, information career nights where um, everybody that's applied for, for careers at Intrigue come together four times a year and we do like, you know, a 15 to 20 person info session about the day in the life uh, at Intrigue Media. And I try to paint a picture that our culture is all about staying at the top of a cliff and you've got two options. You're either going to sit there and look down and try to make the decision of where to jump and how best to jump and, and how to wave your hands and all this kind of stuff. But there's a wall behind you that's going to push you off. So you have you have one of two choices. You either jump off with your own feet forward and you get to figure out where you're going to land or you're going to get pushed off by a wall. What would you rather do? And we need to have a culture of people that are out there taking steps, failing, making mistakes, learning, because I don't care how many times you tell somebody that an oven when it's on is hot, they're never going to believe you until they burn their hand. And that's an innate part of human learning. And so my job is to create an environment where it's okay to fail. So that way when they do, they don't get reprimanded, they don't get fired. Everybody's allowed to fail. I'm trying to create a culture of people that want to fail, that need to fail, and that can hold their heads up high because they're trying to do their best. And I think if we can all do that, we'll be able to create a, an organization that can go really fast. And I don't want to beat our own chest, but you know we're in the pro- we were on the Prop 500 last year. We're going to be in the Canada's fastest growing companies this year. And Robin Sharma said this really cool piece in like 2009. He had a video, YouTube video, and he said there's ten uh, there's ten ways to recession proof your business. And one of the lines was um, grow leaders faster than your competition. And so I wrote it down. I know this whole ten things poster put it behind me, and I had no idea what that meant. Grow leaders faster than I really had no idea. But when we start to let people fail and actually let them feel what it's like to fail and be okay. Their self-confidence grows, their self-esteem grows, their role performance grows, they grow as people, they have better family lives, they have better relationships, and it's just it's epic. So fail fast, fail forward. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Oh, my God. So if I was to call up one of your employees, what would they say about you, Rob? Um, they'd either say I'm passionate or I'm impatient. And I think ah. it's the same thing. Is it? So you should call them up and ask. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's the it's the basement of the balcony. When it when it's the high and the and it's the balcony, it's by passion, you know, driving change, making change, uh, pushing forward. When it's my basement, it's me being frustrated, me being impatient, and I don't show up the way I want to show up. Um, mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot better at that. I've been really intentional with, with with skirting the basement part of that without letting go of the of the passion part of it because that's me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I bet you, and I, I would actually love if you were to call my team and, and ask somebody, being like, hey, I was just on a show. I asked Rob what he said. 
you would say if I asked you to say what's Robin one word, and I would love to hear what what their feedback is. Okay. Because I, I value you give that me, like crazy. Y- y- so just call the Intrigue Media phone number. Yeah, five one nine two six five four nine three three. Just give them a show. Okay, I'll do that tomorrow. Putting it down on and my then ask them what our purpose is too. Because <laughs> okay. I think you'll get the same answer from everybody. Awesome. Okay. Super. So, where is Intrigue Media going? Where what what where is Intrigue Media going, and where's Rob Murray going? We're going to the same place. Um, and um, but my my mindset is you know big picture. We're 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 trying to grow an organization that can serve a billion to make a billion. We want a big we want to make a, a dent in the universe. We have a pretty cool approach to the way we recruit and the way we help market uh, not only ourselves but our clients. And it brings authenticity into business and, and creates a kind of cool culture of open office communication and trust. And, you know, we really want to help other people build the same thing if, if they want to. And so right now we're in a lot of uh, one-on-one relationships where we're working with people with online marketing strategies. And we plan on taking that, you know, across the province and across the country and, and into the states um, over the next three to five years. Uh, but one of the coolest things that we're doing right now is we're solving all of, all of our own problems. We've really invested a lot of money in software development and technology development in our full four walls. We have a, a software team that is, you know, continuously working on building our own tools to solve our own problems. And as we get those refined and, and they're humming, we really want to help other marketing companies, other organizations solve the same problems with the solutions that we've built. And I think that's our path to really serving a billion to make a billion. So, you know, once we get that thing rocking, then we'll have an opportunity to take this thing global and we're looking forward to do that. But the 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 one to one service business is never going to go away. It's what's going to keep us relevant. It's what's going to keep us in tune with what's going on in the marketplace and what's going on with leaders. And but then the technology we're developing to solve those problems, we I think we can scale that across the world. That's fabulous. That's fabulous. I love that you said that about the one on one. You know, serving people one on one. There's so many people out there today um, trying to grow their business. You know, just through online, just through you know social media and they, they you know they want to have a thousand followers a billion followers and that's great but it it means nothing if you're actually not connecting if you're actually not working with individuals that that really want to to grow a uh, a relationship with you and um you know a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs walk away from the one on one or I'll hear them say you know I don't follow up with my past clients or I, you know, I'm I'm really shitty at that, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> you 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 did all this work to to connect, and then you just let them walk out the door. Yeah. And if somebody's <laughs> wired like that, my only experience share on that is, hey, hire someone to do it. Because if you're not wired, you're not going to start doing it, and you obviously know it's valuable. So if you can find a business case to have somebody make sure they don't walk out the back door, then make that decision quick and get someone in that loves to do it. Right. Right. Cuz we're not we're all we're all wired differently, right? Yes, N- not not everybody's as perfect as you and I, Rob. It's just it's Yeah. It's just <laughs> well, no, hey, come on. My my uh the perceived perfection of Rob Murray is completely based on on my partner in life, Megan Gibson. So you got to give you got to give her a ton of credit cuz she lets me show up the way I show up. Shout out to Megan. Shout out to Megan. <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know, we're we're just about at the end of our show. 
Um, if people want to get in touch with you, Rob, if they want to learn more about Intrigue Media and, and to work with you and to, and to work with your services, um, just Robert at IntrigueMedia.ca, correct? It's Robert at IntrigueMe.ca. IntrigueMe.ca, pardon me. Yeah. And that, Intrigue does, does me. that will... Just Google, if you just Google Intrigue Media or Google Intrigue Media Robert Murray, uh, you'll find me on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, check out YouTube, I Am In A Car, or Robert Murray on YouTube, and, and follow those videos. And then, you know, make sure you check out Christine's video because it's amazing. <laughs> and, you, and if you've listened to her on the show all this time and you haven't had a chance to see her videos, well, you probably have, but if you haven't, you can see her in the, in in person, in I Am In A Car. But yeah, I mean, Intrigue Media, Google Intrigue Media, Robert Murray, you'll find me. Cool. Um, and we will have the links uh, to connect with Rob in this replay. So if you are listening to this um, in the replay, you can just go in there and you'll be able to find all of his links there. So, cool. um, Rob, it has been such a pleasure having you on. And, um, you know, for as long as it took us to plan this, it went way too fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be like an hour. And then all of a sudden, boom, we're done. Yeah, and this happens all the time when we dive in deep into a conversation. But uh, when you get this new uh, platform out there and you're taking it global, I'd love for you to come back on and share with us what it is that you're creating. I mean, um, it sounds very, very interesting. And should I even use the pun intriguing? (laughs) Oh, no, it doesn't get old. Please bring it. I love it. I'm sure you hear it all the time. Yeah, so, it's great though. Yeah. Honestly, it never gets old. And and I I just want to say that I'm like forever grateful that you know a person like you is in the world trying to bring a voice to all the people that have something to share. And like that whole philosophy that everybody's got something to share and they just need a spot to share it. I just think it's fantastic. So I just really appreciate what you're doing, and and I really appreciate you having me on the show with you. Thank you. Thank you so so much. I. Uh, yeah, it was fun. It was absolutely fun, and I wonder what else we could create in the world, Rob, because um, you know what? We need more leaders, and we need more amazing creations out there. So uh, if anything pops, or if you're listening to the show and you've got an idea, contact Rob, contact myself, because we are always interested in hearing about a new idea. So um, thank you, everyone, for joining us. And next week, the show is going to be, Do You Have the Mindset of an Entrepreneur?, And I'm going to be having some fun with that and and definitely be talking about this show tonight with Rob. So I'll be bringing that forward. And as usual, if you would love to um, connect and listen to any of the replays, there's thousands of replays in in the archives here. And uh, go Google any of the subjects and enjoy. We have amazing hosts. And um, until next week, thank you so much, everyone. Thank you again, Rob. Have a fabulous week enjoying our spring, and um, we will see you soon. Okay, thanks so much, Christine. Really appreciate it. Have a a great great night. (laughs) Thanks. Okay, everybody, thanks so much. Bye for now. Thank you for choosing to listen to Inspired Choices Radio Show. Christine McIver will return next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.